You are listening to The Dr. Kinney Show, and I'm your host, Erin Kinney, a naturopathic doctor and speaker who's passionate about teaching you how to understand what is happening in your body, why your body is reacting the way it is, and how to make the appropriate changes in your life to get your body back into balance. Something I've learned from my private practice is that the more patients know about their health, the more likely they are to make better diet and lifestyle choices, which ultimately leads them to a faster recovery. Each week, you are going to learn actionable tips, tricks, and teachings from myself, along with the help of top experts in the holistic health community, so that you can make better informed decisions about your body and your healthcare. Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Dr. Kinney Show. This week, I'm really honored to have a dear friend of mine. Actually, she's a dear friend of my sister's. And in all honesty, she's probably like my third sister. If you guys don't know, I have two sisters. Brooke Dorkseller is a writer, producer, host, actress. She owns Budding Mind and she lived with both of my sisters for a while. So she's kind of like <laughs> family. I'm really excited to have her on the show. We're going to be talking about cannabis and a lot of different things about cannabis because she is pretty much the cannabis expert. So thank you so much for being here, Brooke. I love having you here and I can't wait to have this conversation. Oh my goddess, Erin. This is, I'm, I'm so stoked to sneak in some of your golden time to talk about weed. Yes. And, uh, yeah. It's a high honor to be considered the fourth Kinney. Yes. So I would like that in writing, please. Yes. Well, we'll and and I need your whole family to sign the contract. <laughs> uh, I so did live fun. with two of your sisters. That's I know. So funny. I completely forgot that I yeah. lived with Caitlin. You guys live When do you want me while? to move in with you? I mean, I mean, you can come in anytime. I'd love, I'd love to have you. Cool. I just need to check off all the boxes. <laughs> so tell my listeners about about yourself. Like, how did you how did you become how what you are? I want to hear your how story. I, I know your story, but I, I want to hear it on that. <laughs> well, you know, I so I actually know Megan from college. That whole thing. Aaron's youngest sister, Megan, and I went to University of Miami together, and that's where I studied journalism and theater, and then I decided to burn those degrees and move to Los Angeles in pursuit of the great American dream uh, <laughs> to be an actress. And yeah, so we're still riding that train, honey. I work in the realm of entertainment, and then when I came out here, I quickly learned that this pursuit, I was a bit naive. And and greatly humbled by the creative path. So yeah, I still I still act and do comedy and all of these things. She's extremely and, funny, like really oh, funny. Oh, thank you. you. Yeah, so we'll get funny. to that. Yeah. Don't worry, we'll crack some tropes. But yeah, that kind of like intersected with journalism when I came out to here about ten years ago. Moved to LA ten years ago, and all of these interests and passions kind of fused together with my first opportunity in cannabis when I started making. Mary Jane News for Snoop Dogg's media company. And I had no idea that I would be able to talk about weed on camera and just bring all of these things that I love to do together. And so, yeah, from there, that was really like the door opening to working in the cannabis space and my mind opening to this literally being a possibility. When I was making cannabis news at that very moment, it was like, it was still, it was probably like seven years ago, something like that. So it was still, there was more taboo around it for sure. Even just seven years ago, I thought that 
talking about cannabis on camera at that time was going to diminish opportunities for me in the acting realm. That if a casting director saw me, they like smoking weed, they wouldn't want me in their thing. <laughs> Little did I know Disney was never going to call, so I didn't need to worry about that. <laughs> and now I'm way past that prime. So, you know, my wrinkles have come in. I'm no longer Disney proof, but <laughs> could have saved myself a lot of headache and heartache at that time. But yeah, my parents didn't want me talking about the fact that I was doing cannabis reporting. They were worried that it would somehow reflect poorly on them. So my have we come a long way. Yeah. And now I'm I'm very much out of the cannabis closet and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> That's what I like to call it. I love it. <laughs> out of the cannabis closet. So yeah. talk to my listeners about how you share cannabis with the world. Well, in so many ways, I am... You know, I I love that you called me a cannabis expert and I will proudly wear that crown, but also like, you know, tentatively because there are incredible cannabis doctors and scientists and researchers out there in the world. But what I like to do is be the middleman from that information to the everyday person because there is so much to know about the cannabis plant and how to use it properly for you. I mean, it's like it's um it's a very complex substance that can really be tailored and customized to an individual's experience. And there's a lot of jargon and terminology around it that can be a little dense and off-putting. And so, yeah, I really like to distill that information and spread it to the people because I truly have been touched by this plant myself and really do believe in this as a medicine for all people. And um, it just depends on the way in which you use it, you know? <laughs> Which is such a great message because it, it is, it's an amazing plant. I mean, you go and you look at all the science, there's so many little cannabinoids that interact with your different cannabinoid receptors and it can, it has so many benefits. Yeah. Right. And they're, they're constantly doing so much research on how it can help you. And like you said, it can be tailored and individualized. And the more you know about yourself and how you could potentially react with it, the, you know, the better informed your choices are going to be. Yes, indeed. I feel like you'll love this. So as you mentioned, the endocannabinoid system here. Oh, here's a quick lesson. So every body has an endocannabinoid system, just like you have an adrenal system or or whatever. Yeah, yeah you have yeah. an endocrine there system you go. or any of the different systems. There we go, yeah. naturopath. <laughs> Thank you. I was trying to think of another yeah. one. You got it. You're good. So you have an endocannabinoid system. And this was actually discovered in the body in the 1980s by a doctor in Israel whose name I cannot pronounce, Meshulon. Everyone can look that up. But anyways, the endocannabinoid system was discovered, thanks in large part, to cannabis. And it's not, cannabis is not the only substance or the only thing that interacts with the endocannabinoid system, but we discovered it because of cannabis research. And so because everybody's system is different, how you interact with cannabis and different dosages and different cannabinoid profiles will be different. and. Like you said, the more that you can learn about yourself, the more that you can have a beautiful experience with this plant, because sometimes people do have negative experiences with cannabis. And I don't necessarily think that's talked about enough. Yeah, There's a lot of greenwashing when it comes to this plant, like that it's it'll heal everything. Pour CBD on it. You have back pain. You have menstrual cramps. You want better sex? Like smoke weed. I don't <laughs> think that's not the quite the appropriate message. message. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, being inside of this industry, that can be a lot of what I see. And so I do want to protect people from or just I want the full package, yeah, the full presentation to be 
made aware to folks. But what I was trying to say that I think you would love is that there actually is a test that you can take. There is a blood test that will tell you about your endocannabinoid system and where your deficiencies are and where you might benefit from certain cannabinoids. And if you might have like a propensity to react from high dosages of THC in a certain way. And yeah, and it can kind of help guide. It's called endocanna DNA. That's the test. And I guess that's kind of a plug right there. Oh, so you're welcome. Is that, that's going to be, is that new? That's amazing. I think it's a couple of years couple old, years? but cool. the technology is obviously developing yeah. very rapidly. Yeah. And you can actually do that if you've already done like 23andMe or Ancestry.com. Ah, got it. Yep. They can use your data already. To go and, and look at. Yeah, it's just a fun tool. Yeah, to figure out which, I mean, what, what, look at strains or it's more just the level of THC. Not strain specific, but more cannabinoid ratio specific got so it. that you can yep. then go out to your stores and, and figure out and like what, what ratio of THC, CBD you want. Exactly. That's amazing. Yeah. The more you know. Exactly. The more you know. <laughs> well, and so, and it sounds like your mission is to educate people, correct? On yes, all the different things weed related. That's right. I'm an edutainer. That's what I like to call it. I like that. <laughs> Breaking the middle of the entertainment. So as well. <laughs> I, I love, love the creating words. I think that's awesome. <laughs> Super cool. Thank you. Thank you for my one hall pass. I swear I won't invent anything else. Oh my goodness. So so talk about letting mine. So what are you what what's going on in the in the world of cannabis right now? Yes, mommy. Well, you know, your listeners can't see me right now, but I don't necessarily look like the average cannabis consumer. Not that that looks like anything in particular anymore, but I say this because when I was growing up as a, a novice stoner, <laughs> as I was entering into this space, a lot of like the foundational cannabis culture that we saw and has still bled into the present is very masculine that the the stoner archetype, the cannabis consumer is a dude who's grungy and he's eating junk food for munchies and he's got a flat brim hat on and he's just like not taking care of himself. And I wanted to bust out of that stereotype. And that is where Bunny Mind was born from, was creating a space, a platform, an image, a message of the intersection of cannabis and wellness and infusing a bit of the feminine in there, if you yeah. will. And yeah, I it's a it's a platform. It exists mainly in the digital spaces to edutain, to <laughs> you know, I love creating cannabis content. I love just yeah, tapping people on the head a little bit, making them think outside of the box when it comes to the way they perceive this plant. Yeah. And just being a different face, you know, another another representative of this plant. And I really do, I really do respect her. Yeah. Like, I really believe she is an entity. There is a consciousness behind cannabis and we can interact with her and we can learn from her and she will support us if we engage in this way. Yeah. And so... Yeah, Buddy Mine is a place where I can talk about all that woo-woo stuff. And <laughs> from there was born the Buddy Mine podcast, which expands a bit beyond cannabis into the broader realms of plant medicine and right in that train, yeah. how we can use these different allies to enhance our existences and yeah. open our, our worlds up a little bit. 
And that's what's so cool about plants in general, whether, you know, it's a plant medicine like marijuana or ayahuasca or something like that, or you're just taking, you know, you're using ginger or you're cooking, yes. you know, any sort of an herb, they work with our bodies. So, which is different than, you know, a medication where medication will be like, oh, we're suppressing the symptom or we're doing this. We're telling the body you can't do this or you can do this. Whereas a plant will come in there and I'll be like, oh, okay, I see this. I'm going to help you here and I'm going to move this over here and the body will respond. So it is, it's a relationship. Like, Absolutely. you don't get with, and, you know, I'm sitting here thinking, talking to you. I have so many women right now, not that I just treat women, but I have a lot of women right now that since the pandemic have been using alcohol as a way to cope with anxiety and stress and everything that's been going on. And, you know, and, and I've been starting to be like, hey, you know, maybe we could switch from the alcohol to trying to use a little bit of THC or CBD or some sort of combo in that because alcohol, like a medication, is just going to shut things down. And then we get this rebound effect of anxiety and depression and all these things that happen. It's not that great for you. But whereas cannabis can be a little bit, it can kind of help you befriend things. It can open your mind up a little bit. It's wonderful for anxiety and depression when you're using the right tool. And I'm sure you can speak a little more mm. to this, but I just, I've been seeing a lot of people struggling with their relationship with alcohol, wanting to get, you know, to feel relaxed, wanting to get relief from all the craziness that we've had to deal with. But then having backlash from alcohol not being, you know, alcohol is a poison. It's not a plant, not a plant at all. What? Wait, alcohol is bad? <laughs> Hold on, Erin. <laughs> you can't drop bombs like that in your show. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> no, of course. I, I love what you're saying about, yeah, I mean, these are plant allies. My my acupuncturist, she always says that these are these are plant allies like and allies. they want to work for you. They're literally designed to work with you. And I think it's very important to reframe the narrative, the public messaging around cannabis, which of course we're seeing more and more of, you know, gone are the days of reefer madness. But I have an amazing friend, Hannah Mason, who founded a cannabis yoga studio called Lit Yoga. And she talks about, she's also an herbalist. She has a mission to return cannabis to the medicine cabinet, mm -hmm. where it should mm -hmm. live alongside your ginger, your chamomile, your burdock root, yeah. live alongside these herbs and allow it to support you. Now, of course, there can be overconsumption, just like with alcohol, you know, like replacing. Yes. Thank you. Like, of course, you need to look at like the deeper reason why you're trying, why you want a substance to alter your state. And I think that's important no matter what you're consuming. Yes. But the health differences of like what alcohol will do to deteriorate your body and your organs versus cannabis. I mean, it's like extremely, extremely substantial. Yes. And of course, there are side effects that can come with cannabis. But like, you know, you're not going to like scream at your partner <laughs> or like get behind the wheel of a car and do something stupid if you've been smoking too much weed. The fact of the matter is like it's not people aren't just saying it like you're going to you're going to be chilled out. Yes, you will be. You may fall asleep. You might eat a little extra. Yeah. You're probably, and, you're, uh, right. you're not, you're not going to be yelling at your partner. You're not going to go do some things that yeah. sometimes alcohol can make us do. This is, a, there's a really interesting rehab facility here in California that I learned about a while ago. I think you'll think this is pretty groovy where people who have been formerly addicted to alcohol or to other substances will come to this rehab facility and will work with doctors to create a cannabis program. So it's it's almost like an a mediary yeah. situation. You're not going cold turkey. You're replacing the substance with cannabis as either a new life path or a step a along the way to yeah. sobriety. And it's been extremely beneficial for people because it softens the transition. Yeah. And I think that's 
really telling. Yeah. And really a beautiful way for people to just make progress mm-hmm. and, and be supported by something else, but still have the ability to lean on an external yes. source. Yeah. Well, the beautiful thing I think about any plant medicine and particularly cannabis is that, you know, I think, and you probably share about this a lot, that it opens your mind a little bit. So you may be able to actually you know, use cannabis during that bridge time and be like, oh, wait, I can actually start to look at maybe the reasons why I need a substance in order to deal with this situation. So I think it can be a nice tool as all plant medicine, you know, ceremonies can be that it can allow you to see deeper into yourself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. The herb will reveal yourself to you. Okay. That is a very butchered paraphrase from the the great Bob Marley. I should be absolutely shunned from the community. I'm so sorry, Bob. (laughs) But she does. She reveals you to yourself. And yes, I am working on a very cool project that I cannot give too many details about, which is a very exciting moment in my life to like be all vague about that. that. That's super annoying, right? Like I have a secret, but I can't tell you. I hate when people do that, but I'm doing it. No, but (laughs) when is it going to be released and where should people go? Because people are going to want to know. It is a it'll be a tangible thing. Uh, through budding minds so you can find me on instagram stay in the loop about that but the tangible thing is really to be a a tool to consume cannabis intentionally as a tool to expand your mind amazing yes that sounds very cool to to be a bit of a a guiding light in in that endeavor cool and i really yeah i hope people uh hope people smoke a little pod and uh Get a little nicer. <laughs> we could all use a little bit of that right now, right? Yeah, there's, a lot of, yes. there's a lot of hate going on in, our, in the world today. Yeah. Everyone could use a little a little dose of, let's take it down a notch. Yeah, which is precisely why it's not legal federally yet. But you, th- <laughs> you, think, you think that's why? <laughs> I mean, I'm an inherently a conspiracy theorist. So, of course, I think that plant medicines are prohibited from public use because the outcome could potentially be expanded perceptions, opened awareness, and people questioning the way things are. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that there could be, like, a great uprising. I think be. there will be a great uprising as we see more and more people turn to psychedelics for for yeah. healing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of a cool, I feel like it's it's cool to just watch how, it's in, how things are growing. Like... It's a wild it's just, moment in history. It is a wild moment. It's a really wild <laughs> moment. I mean, and I feel like cannabis is just, like, the the entryway for, you know, these different plants and different substances that can expand the mind in such a really, in a beautiful way. The mind and I feel like your emotional body, you know, I think it expands the mind, mm-hmm. but it also does wonders for for emotional healing. Yeah, totally. I mean, your memories live in your cells and we know that quite literally cannabis through your endocannabinoid system, you have receptors all over your body. So when you're experiencing pain that could be from an emotional situation that is living in your body somewhere, yes, the plant is is targeting healing those areas. And then quite literally, it, cannabis is healing the physical. Yeah. It can, yeah. at least. It can yeah. target pain. Because it's got a lot of anti-inflammatory properties. I mean, it ha- has amazing properties as a, just as an herb and as a medicine. Like you said, put it back in the medicine cabinet. That's right. It really should be in the medicine cabinet. Slather some CBD on yeah. that shoulder pain. Oh, wait, I'm saying exactly what it's <laughs> <You're> greenwashing. <laughs> Pour some CBD on it. Wait, hold on. <laughs> so if you're someone who's been getting that message and they're like, wait, I'm getting that message from her, what would you suggest? Would you suggest them working with somebody who knows a little bit more or 
Like if someone's like, all right, I've been pouring CBD on everything. and I'm not really getting the results that I want. What's their next step? Mm, well, it certainly depends on what the results are that you are seeking, because there are cannabis doctors like Dr. Bonnie Goldstein here in California who will work with uh, young patients. She's a pediatric doctor. Put them on programs if you have epilepsy or children who have cancer, like, you know, very intense disease, there are specialists that will help to guide people through using cannabis for healing or to at least support through chemotherapy, et cetera. But for the every person who is buying their CBD now available at CVS and they're not finding the results that they desire, I would definitely say that, you know, not every product is built or designed the same. So you're going to have a better product at a dispensary than you will at a regular store these days simply because the licensing process for like anything that contains THC is going to be more strict than CBD. These things are not regulated by the FDA at this moment in time. So people can slap almost anything they want on a label, but it does get more strict when there's THC in the product. Yeah. So that's just something to consider. And if it's more strict, that means that you will, you're going to be getting a better product because they're going to be looking at it a little bit more, correct? Yeah, there's like internalized regulation in some ways. But when it comes to CBD products, you want to look for things that have been lab tested. You want to maybe when you're in a CVS, look up the brand, look at their website. There should be total transparency. And that goes for like a lot of things that you buy. Yes. That goes for the shampoo. Yes, yeah, all the, all supplement the things shampoo. that you put on your body. Yeah, if things are good, then typically a brand will be excited to share that story with you and where they've sourced their materials. And, you know, there will be, there'll be something to read about. Read the labels. And um, yeah, you're looking for something that has third-party testing, lab. You can read those labs if you want. And typically... What I think is really interesting is that people need higher dosages of CBD than a lot of the products are giving you. Offer. And as we mentioned, every body has a different endocannabinoid system. And so you can look at the endocannabinoid system as like you have a bunch of these buckets in your body that need to be filled, but every bucket could have like a different level of something in it. So it's a lot of trial and error as well keeping journals to see, like, I tried this product, It here's what happened. And, you know, using that as a reference point as you move forward. But usually, like, higher amounts of CBD from products and brands that you trust is it's the best way a to way to get better results. Gotcha. Yeah. Which is- Long-winded answer, but. <laughs> that's, that's, well, that's a great answer. Lots of good, lots of good tips in there. That's awesome. So what else do you want to share with, with listeners or talk about? Oh, my goddess. Let's see. I'm a really big fan of meditation awesome, and yoga and all of these things. And they do intersect with our plant medicines. But I, I bring this up because I just did. I invited my mom to a meditation challenge with me, a 21-day meditation challenge. Thought it would be good for her. Do you know Gabby Bernstein? I love Gabby Bernstein. Yes. I love her so much. How did it go? Are you guys still in it? It's going great. I'm only on day eight so far. So I'm super stoked. But she and I think her like every day of this challenge, she provides a different guided meditation, which I think for people who are very, very new to meditation is extremely helpful to have someone talking to you, holding your hand through the 10 minute exercise. And so (laughs) I invited my mom to do this. I invited her. Anyone can join on this You just have to pay for it. But it's been very cute to have something to connect with her about and kind of check in to see, like, did you do your mental health exercise for the day? Did you try it? 
that's nice. I like, yeah. I like that. Beautiful journey. Yeah. That's awesome. You're like the fourth person this week who has mentioned Gabby Bergstein's 21 Day Meditation Challenge, which probably makes me think I should go check it out. I listened to all of her books, wow. so I, I'm a fan of hers, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try it. Can you start anytime? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can start anytime. And she also has, it looks like, I mean, I'm looking into it, Erin. She's got like a monthly membership. Thing, oh, so. yeah. She's got a great story. Like her story's super cool. Yeah, I know. She's, uh, yeah, the spirit junkie. She was yeah. an addict and ended up turning to meditation to help get her through all of those moments of like cravings of like addiction taking over and I'm sure there were a lot of bumps in the road for her. I'm sure it wasn't like the smoothest um, transition, but I think she's a very beautiful representation of like evolving in life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And she's got a great, a great platform. A great, I like her podcast too. She's got, she's got some good info. So that's a good. Wow. Lots of plugs. Lots of plugs. Yeah. Everyone's getting the plugs. <laughs> yeah, this is good. All right. So where can people find you? Buddingmind.com, Buddingmind, Instagram, where else? Yes, please find me on BuddingMind.com, at BuddingMind, and at Brooke Stellar on Instagram. And you can find my podcast, The Budding Mind Podcast, on iTunes and Spotify. We have some amazing guests. We talk about mediumship and ayahuasca and lots of other things. And soon, we're going to have Dr. Erin Kinney on the podcast. So (laughs) you'll look over that. (laughs) So fun. Well, thank you so much. I'm so glad you're here. It feels like family on the show. It's awesome. It was amazing to have you. And I will see everyone next week. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Dr. Kinney Show. Be sure to follow the show and leave a rating and a review. It supports me so much. Plus, I always love hearing from you guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. And I'll talk to you next week.